And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 88.5. You just heard right there, Wild Flag with Romance. And before that, an interview with Carrie from Wild Flag. Coming up, two interviews that I've done with The Monkees. The first one with Mickey Dolenz, and the second one with Peter Tork. Here's Mickey Dolenz, who I talked to in Don't you know? Why are you interviewing me if you don't know? Oh, well, just for the viewers out there that possibly wouldn't know. Uh, my name is Mickey Dolans. What's yours? Oh, my name's Nardwar. Hi, Nardwar. How are you? Okay. Uh, no, Mickey, um, you, you were involved in that famous rock and roll group, right? Yes, that's true. Well, it was actually a television show about a rock and roll group. I've heard that you do not want to be known as a monkey anymore. Is that is that true? No, it's not. I'm not in the group anymore, but I'm very proud of what I did, and I had a great time, and it was very successful. I'm solo now. And you're here in Vancouver, B.C., right here, in fact, at VU13. Yes, that's true. Shooting a fun game show called, what is this called, Crazy Talk? And, uh, no, uh, Acting Crazy. It's a uh, charades. It's basically just charades. So, what, what, so is that why you're here in Vancouver? Is that the main, the main reason you're here? Yeah, yeah, I came up just to do the show. Have you ever done game shows before? Not many. No, but I like charades. It's a good game. You gotta be quite, you gotta be quite bright. How do you feel that you fit this role? Why did they ask you? Do you think, Mickey? Because I'm a celebrity. A, a real, a rock and roll celebrity? It depends on your point of view, I suppose. Some would say yes. Some would say television celebrity. Because I was, um, me being from Vancouver, BC, Canada, I, well, how come I don't know a hell of a lot about the monkeys? Was the monkeys, were they syndicated in Canada? I have no idea, but it's probably just because you're too young. But when you grow up, maybe you'll learn. You don't think, though, that, like, in, I mean, there must be areas where the monkeys, because, like, I don't think Canada, I was exposed, like, more to cheap trick and bands like that, which is a shame, I guess, or it's pretty good. But is there outcroppings of monkeys fans that seem to be strengthened in areas? Like, I think Toronto has more monkey fans in Vancouver. We've, we've played in Toronto, we've played here in Vancouver, all over the world. The show was shown in about 50 countries in the world. By the way, I like Cheap Trick, too. After you... Did you quit the Monkees at all? Yeah, I went solo about two years ago. And before that, the initial Monkees, when they broke up, did you leave them, or how did that band... How did the band disband there? It wasn't a band. I, okay. said that, I already oh, said sorry, this once. Okay, sorry. Listen carefully now. Okay, sorry. It was a television show a television about show. a band, so when the show went off the air, uh, the show went off the air. It's like Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner didn't hang around together after, you know, beaming each other up. Afterwards, did you um, forge new ground in movies and whatnot? Like I mis- became a director, a film and television director. What, what stuff could people see that you've done? Uh, nothing really here. I was working in England, all exclusively in England for 15 years. Some Monty Python stuff? I worked with some of the guys from Monty Python. I didn't work on that particular show, but I worked with Mike Palin and Terry Jones, yeah. And Mike Ness Smith, he'd been working on the movies too, hadn't he? Yeah, he's a producer in television 
Television uh, in Los Angeles, yeah. And, and speaking of some more movies, you also were involved in another, for a guy that doesn't know a lot about the monkeys, I found I a lot, a lot about, about it. I found <laughs> a lot about the monkeys, but I know, does the name Linda Lovelace bring any memories back to you, Mickey? Yeah, we did a movie with Linda Lovelace in the, in the 70s. It was an attempt to try and legitimize her as a comedian. It wasn't a porno film, it was a comedy. There was quite a few uh, uh, comedians in the film. So when you say this was an attempt, was this your company or were you were... No, 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 I just an actor. Was this a daring movie to partake in or were people from, like, I mean, you, a television and screen star being seen with Linda Lovelace? Well, Wasn't like that sort say, of exciting? Yeah. Well, I guess it was setting, but I mean, did people, you know, react harshly to that? No, no, because the movie didn't do that well, but it was quite funny. It was an attempt to make a comedian out of her. Has jealousy ever played a part in your role, in your life, uh, Mickey, at all? No. Never been jealous about movies or anything like that, or parts you missed? No. Because I heard again, another thing I heard, you once, the Fonz, you once, you once applied for, was that true, Happy Days? What's the story no. behind that? I was up for it as an actor to play uh, the part of the Fonz, but uh, Henry Winkler was uh, excellent casting for that, I think. I would have cast Henry instead of myself if I was the producer. I, what, did you know Henry before that? No, no we just met as a... As a did you, even, did you uh, even know he was auditioning, or was it totally at different times? No, it happened to be exactly the same day, yeah. He says he remembers meeting me, but I don't remember meeting him. Also, you played another, another, I mean, what's going on here? The Missing Links, wasn't that, did you once play in a, like, before you were in the that Monkees? my band before the Monkees, yeah. But before that, you were also on TV, weren't you? Yeah, I did a series when I was a kid called Circus Boy. Which, oh, has that ever, has that been aired recently or anything happening with that? No, I don't know why. I, I suppose they must have a problem with the rights or something because they haven't put that on the air. Did, did you come from a family of uh, established artists and vaudeville entertainers? Artists. Art, Not art. You talk funny. Arti well, Canadian, you know. I talk Canadian. Oh, I Clam chowder nice, artists, you know. Artists. Artists, yeah. Um, yeah, my father was an actor. An event, uh, so the Missing Links, was this a 60s punk wiling garage band, you know, a la yeah. Standells and whatnot? Yeah, it was a, we were a bar band. We did Top 40. Yeah, it was a rock and roll band. What about the other members of the Missing Links? Did you ever keep up with them? Or? No, I haven't talked to them in years and years. It's been a long, long time. Really? Mm. Did, it miss, did, it, does it, did the Missing Links ever put anything out? We, uh, I had one record out, but it wasn't with the Missing Links. Before the Monkees. Yeah, I had, one, I had a, one or two records out as a solo artist before the Monkees, but... Nothing, uh, nothing recorded with the missing links. No, no. Have you heard of the plaster casters? Haven't you? Yeah, those two girls in the '60s used to go around taking plaster casts. Yeah, yeah moldings. Yeah, yeah. There's that ugly rumor about the monkeys. Not ugly rumor, but they said Peter Torx's plastic molding possibly was right up there with Jimi Hendrix. Yes, that's true. So that is a that is a confound that is a true that is a true rumor. No, it's a con That's contradiction in terms, son. A, a contradiction Get your grammar terms. right. Well, thanks. For, and, and we're speaking to Mr. Mickey, Mickey Do, Do, Dolenz. That's close, yeah. Mickey, is that, how you, is that how you pronounce it? Yes, Dolenz, yeah. Of, the, of now, of solo, solo career fame. What would you like to be known as nowadays? Oh, the singing director, probably. The singing director? Yeah. I, I, recently, what do you think about the war that's been going on? The war? The, the war, sorry. <laughs> Am I really that incomprehensible? No, the war? Which the war? Which war? Well, like those Operation Desert Storm was yeah. happening. What is your feelings on that? Well, I wasn't a big fan of uh, old Saddam Hussein, so I, I didn't have too many complaints about it. What about you? Well, no, I was wondering, because like Head, that luxurious, that hard-hitting, that big movie that you guys, the monkeys... You drowned. know a lot about the monkeys, not to know anything. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's Jen, but I don't know as much as, say, the guy who has like 43 episodes on video. But, you know, Head was a hard 
hard-hitting movie. It's in all the video stores released. And it was sort of an anti-war movie. Well, part, a part of it was, yeah. That was anti-Vietnamese war, yeah. And now, is, does the Persian Gulf War, like you saying, you don't like Saddam Hussein, would that mean if the monkeys around today, would have they made a movie like Head, possibly about the Persian Gulf War? No, I doubt it. There isn't really much of a counterculture today. Uh, do, do you feel like that back then you still would have made the movie even if the way you feel today about politics I mean in other words I mean not to put it bluntly but has has, has, uh, oh, has no, no. Have, cool, have rock and rollers gone got more conservative you know like Jerry Lee Lewis wearing ties and stuff nowadays and not being with 16 year old girls I mean like no, I think you have to take each case in point the Vietnamese war was and I still believe in most people it was unjustified the Persian Gulf War probably was and what made it justified? Just uh, Saddam Hussein? Uh, well, and what he represented, yeah. Oh, that's great. Thanks for us, Mickey. I really appreciate it. And let, let, thanks for letting us in to UTV, too, really. That's great. Uh, do, do, you know, do you know Prime Minister of Canada? Do you know who that is no, at all? No, I'm afraid not. Remember, remember Pierre Elliott Trudeau? Do you remember him? Did you ever hang out with Margaret Trudeau? <laughs> it's Brian Mulroney, by the way. You know, he's a oh, great guy. You. But thanks. Oh, act crazy for us for a second. No, I, I don't do that anymore. Okay, great. Thanks. The monkeys. These two average gentlemen have just concluded a test, and they're going to tell us now which cereal they prefer. Our beloved sponsor's product, Kellogg's Rice Krispies, that snap, crackle, and pop cereal with a fresh, crisp, cool goodness, or the inferior product, Brand X. Brand X. Mike? Mike? The brand? The one? The one? Proof once again that Kellogg's Rice Krispies not only gets your cereal bowls whiter, but cleaner and brighter as well. And you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show today, happening right now. Now, coming up right now, as I said the word now, is an interview with Mickey Dolenz's friend. And who might that be? Oh, not Mike Nexsmith, not Davy Jones, but Peter, Peter Tork. Peter Tork of the Monkees. Coming up here is an interview I did a little while back in the summertime with Peter Tork of the rock and roll band The Monkees. Now, Peter Tork was performing at the Skagit Valley County Fair in Mount Vernon, Washington with his new band Shoe Sway Blues. At this time, he had not been kicked out of the Monkees. He was still in the Monkees and as well was in this blues band that he has called Shoe Sway Blues. So me and Mark Kleins Kleiner from Jungle and the Seaster Lovers and uh, Mark Kleins Kleiner solo project fame drove all the way down to Mount Vernon, Washington to the Skagit Valley County Fair to do an interview with Peter Tork. Now, why would somebody want to speak to Peter Tork? Well, I have one reason for you. Mark Kleins Kleiner had the actual shirt that Peter Tork wore in the movie Head. He acquired it in 1986 at a Monkey's convention for about 150 bucks. So Mark said, hey, Nardwar, why don't we drive down to the Skagit Valley County Fair? Why don't you wear Peter Tork's shirt from the movie Head and see how long it takes for him to notice that you're wearing his shirt? So we proceeded down in the heat of the summer, stopped a bit for some Taco Bell. Hello, Julian Markov. <laughs> Descent. We didn't smuggle any cucumbers over the border, though. And we headed up to the Skagit Valley County Fair. So again, hope 
hopefully that sets the scene here. The Skagit Valley County Fair in Mount Vernon, Washington, where Peter Tork's band, Shoe Suede Blues, is playing. And we did an interview here with Peter Tork and also a guy called... Tad. He calls himself George Harrison, but his name is Tad, and he also plays in Shoe Suede Blues. So, without further ado, here right now is Peter Tork at the Skagit Valley County Fair and his band, Shoe Suede Blues. Will he notice that I am wearing his shirt from the movie Head? His actual shirt. Like, if you go down to the video store and you rent the movie Head, you will see this orange shirt that Peter Tork wears. That's the shirt that I was wearing. And Mark Kleinskleiner, props to you and props to your dad. Hope he gets better. Lent this to me for the interview. And he was doing um, the tape recording of it all. Thanks very much. And Peter, 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 Peter Tork, who are you? Are we recording? Is this it? Yes. Is the, is the voice, microphone on? Okay, I'm Tad Galleron. George Harrison. And you're Peter Tork. No, you are Peter Tork. Do oh. you know... Are you who you think you are? Peter Tork. Peter Tork. With Tad. I swear to God, a woman came up to me the other day and handed me a piece of paper and pencil and said, If you're who you think you are... I thought she took off her top, too. Oh, it's one of those kind of shows. If I'm not going to get to tell my story, then, then we run. We don't walk, we run. Okay, let's start this voyage then. Onward and upward. Run, 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 run. Okay, so first off, who are you again? I'm Tad Gallerin. Tad, it's a long way, isn't it, from the Chicago Tribune to the Skagit Valley County Fair, isn't it? Well, yes, but Except why not? Outlet. They have an outlet here, don't they? Aren't they? You have business here. Yes, I'm, I'm the representative for the Chicago Tribune right here in Skagit Valley. So if you employers... Need to run some help wanted ads. Boy, we've got a newspaper for you. Now, please explain to us. Shoe suede blues, Peter Tork. Please explain. Who are you and what is shoe suede blues? Shoe suede blues. Are we recording? Is this microphone working? Is this on? <laughs> is this on? Um, shoe suede blues. Okay. Well, it's actually a variation on uh, O Canada. Where were you from? Vancouver, BC, Canada. A little, a little Canada, Canada plug. Oh, Canada! Now, Tad of the band Shoe Suede Blues, yes. you were the nude guy, the nude guy in hair, weren't you? One of many. Actually, but you could recognize me because of... Uh, unusual features in, a, unusual features in, in quiet places. Uh, I was uh, the tallest one. Now, speaking of nudity and such, Peter, I was talking to an old friend of yours, Cynthia Plastercaster. Do you remember her? I remember a plaster caster or two, but I don't know that I remember Cynthia by name. This right here is a picture of Cynthia Plastercaster. Well, that's not me. She's holding a plaster caster up in her hand there, I don't think, although it's about my size. Now, do you remember the plaster casters at all, Tat? Well, I remember having read about them, but by the time they arrived on the scene, I, uh, I was... Uh, what was I doing? I think I was. Uh, no, you were, I. You were. You were impotent. You were impotent. I'm still. I'm still a pop star in waiting. So, so by the time I become a pop star, uh, Cynthia will probably have passed on. But Peter Tork of the rock and roll band Shoe Suede Blues, of also of the rock and roll band. Uh, 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 blues band Shoe Suede Blues. The Shoe Suede Blues, the blues band Shoe Suede Blues. Peter Tork of the rock and roll band The Monkees and Shoe Suede Blues. Cynthia Plastercaster also told me you had the habit of walking around hotel rooms naked playing the piano. How can you walk around playing the piano? 
walk around naked playing the piano, Peter Tork. How can you walk around playing the piano whether you're clothed or not? Well, you were naked in front of Cynthia Plastercaster, weren't you there, Peter Tork? Well, you know what they say about the 60s. If you remember them, they weren't really, you weren't really there. Well, Cynthia Plastercaster remembered Peter Tork, and she said to tell me, to tell you, you could say to Peter, he's one of the greatest who escaped my mold, and I always kick myself. A retry on Peter, anytime, any place. Just say the word, Peter, and I'm there, spatula in hand. Cynthia, Whoa. I'm waiting. So, shoe suede blues, do you think you're going to get... <laughs> uh, what? She's ready to do it. She is still doing it. There's a new movie out all about her called A Cockumentary. And Peter, there was all the discussion that you would have been the largest had you been cast. Did you know that legend? You would have been the largest had you been cast. Actually, I did not know that. It would have been interesting to, know, to find out. Uh, I would be very surprised if I were. I've heard stories. What stories have you heard? I'm not telling. Come on, what have you told Tad? What have you told Tad? What has Tad been told? Well, he doesn't need to tell me anything. Uh, we, we uh, just today, we're in the Greyhound bus terminal, side by side at the urinal, and every once in a while you sneak a little peek to one side or the other, and you know what happened? Yeah, I shattered the thing, is it? No, I, I took 50 cents out of my pocket and bought some peanut M&Ms. What do you want? Shoe suede blues. Will there be a chance that shoe suede blues will get caught? What? <laughs> what? Peter Tork of the rock and roll band Shoe Suede Blues. No, no, no. Blues band Shoe Suede Blues. Part, you want to rock and roll? But well, a, a pop rock band, the Monkees. The ba blues suede. Shoe suede <laughs> First time in six months I've done that. Shoe Suede Blues is a blues band. And don't forget. You guys have a song called No More Cherry Pie. No More Cherry Pie by the blues band Shoe Suede Blues. Now, Peter, what were you doing at that restaurant called Gelson's? Gelson's in, in Marina Del Rey. What about Gelson's in Marina Del Rey? You were buying a whole bunch of chocolate there. You were spotted buying a whole lot of chocolate. What spies, what spies were watching me? What were you doing? What type of chocolate were you buying? Scharfenberger, the best American chocolate made. How much were you buying? It was quite a bit. Well, I eat, um, I eat about uh, a half a bar a day, maybe a little bit more, so I wanted to make sure I had enough for this trip that we're doing here. Peter, what's your favorite item from Nichols Coffee Shop? Nichols? You guys, you have spies I haven't believed, can't believe the spies you've got. My favorite item is their trout breakfast, trout and eggs breakfast. That's right, trout and eggs. Now, Shoe Suede Blues leader Tad, is it Shoe Suede Blues leader Tad? Um, no, I don't think we have a leader, but we have a, uh, uh, we have a, a covey of followers. You guys have a song called Cab Driver. Tad wrote it. I wrote Cab Driver in, in uh, concert with Richard Michaels, our lead guitarist. Now, speaking of professions, Peter, at one time... Where are we speaking of professions? At one time, you were a singing waiter. I know you're a waiter, but a singing waiter. Please, can you elaborate a little bit about that? I, uh, I waited on singers. No, I, I sang... I waited to sing. No, wait a minute, I'll get it, I'll get it, hold on. I was a singing waiter at the Great American Food and Beverage Company sometime in the 70s, yeah. And people just came up to you and gave you tips in a G-string and you sung? No, not a G-string, of oh, goodness sake, we were waiters. We waited on tables. We had, you know, aprons and uniforms, the whole thing. That's all, it was just, you know. It takes a guitar to have a G-string. Peter, in 1969, did you once buy a soup kitchen? Did you once buy a soup kitchen in New York City? 
According to Monkey's Monthly, you did. Nope. Nope. Never bought a soup kitchen. Now, Peter doesn't like tomatoes, does he, Tad? You know, I couldn't tell you that. Do you like to... Oh, Peter, you're motioning me? I like tomatoes fine. I just don't eat them. Why don't you eat them? What's wrong with them? Echinacea. No, sorry, solanacea. They are, they are in the... Um, uh, they are in the nightshade family and inclined to exacerbate any tendency towards arthritis, and so I avoid them on that account. Now, Tad, would you ever do a commercial for McDonald's? Um, why, uh, I, I would uh, certainly take it under consideration if I got an offer. I'm in the advertising business. Now, Peter, you refused to do a commercial for McDonald's in 1975, didn't you? I guess no. In 1975, I didn't. I never refused. Well, I don't... God. The monkeys were supposed to do a commercial for McDonald's, but you refused. I wasn't in the monkeys in 1975. But I thought you didn't agree to do a commercial for McDonald's. And Tad wants to do a commercial for McDonald's right now. As a member of the monkeys, I wasn't a member of the monkeys in 19... I didn't refuse to do a commercial as a member of the monkeys in 1975 because I wasn't a member of the monkeys in 1975. Get it through your head! Thank you, Peter Tork. Okay, well, let's move on to this. You did do a pizza commercial in 1995, though, right? Well, it was a chance to work with Ringo. And that's what I find very interesting. Pizza has tomatoes on it. Peter! You're right. Do you think this is hypocrisy? I think it's crazy. I don't think it makes any damn difference at all. I think you're going completely off your tree. Just because I don't happen to eat tomatoes doesn't mean I have a moral crusade against them. I don't care if anybody eats tomatoes or not. I got a chance to do a commercial with Ringo Starr. I went for it. What's the big deal? They made me nice. I laughed at his jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was so good. <laughs> what happened there? Can you explain a bit about that? Because I was shot in Vancouver, B.C., Canada, my hometown. Yes, because Ringo is a tax exile and can't spend any more than a certain number of days in the United States. So he does all his rehearsing and like that in Canada. We were standing at the, at the, um, uh, on the, on the dais, the drum, uh, counter. Oh, Peter, let's just, Mark, zero in on this. Look what we got here. I got three of them. What do you have, what do you have here? I've got Monkey's 45s from when I was a kid. And look, is this your first time meeting Peter Tork? Yes, it is. This is totally, so one of the, if Peter, would you like to greet your fan? You didn't even ask for the name. Peter. What's <laughs> You signed autographs. You didn't ask for her name. Give me some tips on signing an autograph. I don't even know your name. Oh, it's actually Nardward, a human serviette. Whoa! Oh, Peter! Okay. That's how you do it. Peter Tork in action here at the Skagit Valley County Fair in Skagit Valley, Mount Vernon, Washington. You on Regis and Kelly Thank the you. other day. Thanks very much. Thanks a lot. <laughs> that was awesome. Is that is that Peter at his finest, Tad? Uh, well... <laughs> oh, no. I get I'll much never, finer than that. I'll never tell. Now, Peter, speaking about Canada, did your parents live in Regina, Saskatchewan at one time during the height of the monkeys? Yes, they did. on television? Regina? Yes, you can. Regina, Saskatchewan. Moose Jaw. That's interesting. A Canadian connection to the monkeys. Yes, yes. They, my father was working at the... Uh, I forget exactly what school he was. He was a teacher and taught uh, at a school in Regina. And uh, I was there for Christmas one year bringing up a little color TV and just, uh, yeah, right at the height of the monkeys. And kids used to, like, steal the mailbox to get a piece of you. My parents tell me that they tore up their lawn during the, uh, during the peak of the monkeys. The band Shoe Suede Blues, the blues band Shoe Suede Blues has the song Route 66, or covers the song Route 66. Yes, yes we do. 
Now, speaking of touring and such... Is that a question? Speaking of touring and such, in 1968, when you headed over to Australia, Peter, Naked Lunch was confiscated at the border. God, I'll be damned. You actually know that. That is amazing. I had Naked Lunch in my, in my carry-on bag, William Burris Burroughs, and it turns out to be a banned book in Australia. Hey, what's this? He can have it back when he leaves the country. We're not letting him have it here. Okay. Now, also on that tour of Australia, you monkeys said you respected the Beatles up until they did Revolution. Uh, I don't know what, I don't remember saying that. It was at a press conference. I don't remember saying that. You as the monkeys agreed. What do you think about that? You respect, because at Revolution, they're not going to change the world. You know what I mean? I thought anybody who said, if you're carrying pictures of Chairman Mao, you ain't going to make it with anyone anyhow, was way too snide, way snarly, way under, way, way low rent. Um, um, but I mean, it's only a small blot on John Lennon's otherwise magnificent reputation. Peter Turk, were you actually offered the role of John Lennon in a Norwegian production of Beatlemania? Uh, it was, we, were, we talked about it. It never actually, it was, a, a, a genuine offer never came through. There's also one other little point here, Tad. It involves drugs, actually. Did you introduce the drug STP to John Lennon? Into his mouth directly. What was that like? Well, I don't know. He survived it, so what can I tell you? What color was it? I don't remember. I think it was a pinkish thing. Ah, uh, yeah. I remember the orange ones. Yeah, kind of orange. Yeah, I guess it was, that was going to be the same one. Peter, are you still into Buddhism? Yeah. What is important about Buddhism, Peter, and what would lead Buddhism to make you to punch Davy Jones in the eye and give him a black eye? Are you talking about that empty, that, that VH1, that VH1 show thing? Apparently, Buddhism and Peter Tork don't mix when it comes to Davy Jones. Please explain. Well, I, wait a minute. A couple of things. Uh, for one thing, uh, I don't know that you could actually say I was as much into Buddhism back then as I am now. And he hit me first. And I went into a blind rage. What can I tell you? Have you ever punched any members of Shoe Suede Blues at all? Has Peter punched you at all, Tat? No, he has not punched me yet. Not, not physically. No. Cut, snip, take, take two. I gotta shake the hand of the guy that was saying as good as the Beatles Thank you, years ago. I mean, you enlightened a whole generation. I tell you, you really did. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. We are at the Skagit Valley County Fair here. Peter, you're getting ahead of yourself. We're here at the Skagit Valley County Fair. Now, if the Monkees were the original boy band, Shoe Suede Blues is the original... Uh, Shoe Suede Blues band. That's silly. This, cut that one. You're not going to use that one because there's no use to it. But you, but you did do some recording at Lou Pearlman's place. What are we, the original... Lou Pearlman. Even White Boys Get the Blues Band. The original Even White Boys Get the Blues Band? Did you record with Lou Pearlman, the boy-boy impresario? The boy-band impresario? Yes, I did a little recording on, a, uh, on some stuff that uh, some producers of his and some of us monkeys were doing in uh, Orlando at the time. Peter Tork of the blues band Shoe Suede Blues and Tad of the band Blue Suede Shoes, Shoe Suede Blues, Blues Band. That's a lot of words to say, isn't it? Tad Galloran. Tad Galloran, but your first name is spelled very interestingly, isn't it? T-A-D-G. Peter Tork, you once bought David Crosby a boat. A boat? You bought David Crosby a boat, Peter Tork. I loaned him the money for a boat. So the question begs, Shoe Suede Blues, when's Peter going to buy you a boat, Tad? Well, Peter, uh, uh, you have a, we have a dinghy, but, it, but he plays drums. Right. Baboom!
That was good. Boy, he interviews so well. More practice, I guess. Peter Tork, were you a scab in head? No, I was the only, uh, well, no. I mean, depending. You think Mike Nesmith was, was a union uh, organizer? I don't think so. I actually went on the stage. Mike, Mickey, and Davey thought they were doing a job action, and I went on stage without them. But it was because uh, they didn't uh, include me in their union, so. Which, which union was that? The Mike Nesmith Union for Mike Nesmith's benefit of Mike Nesmith. Ah. Baboom! Babing! So winding up here with Peter Tork and Tad of Shoe Suede Blue. Winding up? We're done? We're almost done? My God! When do we go get our Red Bulls? That's all I want to know. That's what? We're not really anywhere near there, are we? But I was wondering, you guys have a song called Dress Sexy For Me. You have a song, right, Tad? Yes, we do. We, now, we, wrote, we wrote that and I wrote that. Do you have any questions for me? Would you like me to dress sexy for you? In fact, I have been dressing we, sexy we would for like you. Everyone to dress sexy for us. We're uh, we're hoping that we can influence the youth of North America as well as South America, Europe, and all the continents of the world to dress sexy as often as possible. Peter Tork and Tad of Shoe Suede Blues. You guys have a song called "Dress Sexy for Me." Yes, now, do. what do you think about the way I'm dressed? We'd like you to take our advice. Not sexy. What do you think, though? I dress specially for you, Peter Tork. Specially. Especially what? Haven't you noticed anything about the way I've been dressing here, Peter Tork? Yes, your tartans don't match. No, look at, look, here is Head. The movie Head. What shirt are you wearing in the movie Head? Hold that. I'm wearing any damn tartan, I'll tell you that. I am wearing right now the shirt that you wore in the movie Head. There it is. See that? That is the actual very shirt. See, check that right there. You check that tad. Speak. On it, right there. Whoa. PT. I'm, so come on, it, it takes you an entire interview, and actually you don't even figure it out there, Peter Tork. I'm wearing your shirt. I'm wearing your shirt. <laughs> you know, you know. Head. And they're only I, the side, and I'm wearing his dentures. Baboom! <laughs> so do you know where your clothes has gone? Did you know it ended up on me? How am I doing? You're sweating into it. I know it's kind of hard, but I'm doing it for the love, for the love of Shoe Sway Blues at the Skagit Valley County Fair. All I care about is that the tartan on his hat does not match the tartan on his pants, and this is a sartorial no-no. The on, fashion police. The movie hat. I'm wearing a piece of your clothing that was cool enough for you, Peter Tork, and I'm getting dissed because of the tartan. Well, thank you very much there, Peter Tork and Tad. Really appreciate this. Anytime uh, you can buy our albums on those of you Canadian citizens that can't really get through in any other way on the internet, you can reach our products at, and don't forget this, teenyweeniestore.com. Teenyweeniestore.com. That's 1 800 teenyweeniestore.com. So, anything else you'd like to add to the people out there, Peter Tork and Tad from Shoe Sway Blues? Yeah, I, whenever asked, I always say, be a hero to yourself. You can also get our product at blackdrawers.com. Blackdrawers.com. Well, from the Skagit Valley County Fair, it's Nardware to Human Serviette signing off saying, doot doo do loot do. Peter Tork, doot doo do loot do. Six bits? No, um, let's try that again. Tunes, go for it. I'm not a tune. Um, Peter, doot doo do loot do. Do do.
thank you very much, Peter Torque and Tad from hey, Shoe Suede Blues. Are you following me? Are you chasing hey, after hey, me? The hey. dolly is backing up. Hey, listen, I told you, I told you to leave us alone. How many times I got to talk to you like this? I'm sorry, well, do, do. Leave us alone, pal. Please. Listen. We got a private life, all right? You know, some things are public, some things are private, but you know what? Sometimes you just gotta leave a fellow alone, you know, because... What about Tutu Lutu? What about Tutu Lutu? 